Welcome to Monday Movie Night Raw, the podcast about WWE studio movies. I'm your host, Miles Platt. Joining me today is Lindsay Normington. Hello. Hi, welcome to the show, Lindsay. Thank you. Welcome back. It's great to be back. Yeah, for the Christmas special part two, baby. Well, year two. Year two. Part two. Part one. Part one of year two. There's only going to be one part, though. Yeah. (laughs) Don't get it twisted. (laughs) Wait, I'm sorry. I thought, okay, never mind. So, well, last year we talked, uh, what movie was it? It was Santa's Santa's Little Helper? Santa's Little Helper. Santa's Little Helper. I think so. With uh, Paige. Paige. And The Miz. The Miz. Yeah. And that blonde woman. And the blonde Round woman. Round ears. Round ears. I fucking <laughs> forgot about that. Oh, my, oh my God. God. I love her. Um, <clears throat> okay, but this year, that's not what we're talking about. This year, we're talking about Jingle All the Way 2, Two. starring Larry the Cable Guy. So, okay. What do you know about Larry the Cable Guy? That's a really good question, Miles. <laughs> um, what I know about Larry the Cable Guy is like, get her done. Mm, yeah, catchphrase. I know that like the people uh, I didn't hang out with in middle school thought he was thought, really funny. <laughs> yeah, him and Jeff Dunham. Is yeah, that, yeah, yeah. They really cornered a market there. Mm, um, yeah. I haven't seen Jingle All the Way one. No. But. I still thoroughly enjoy Jingle All the Way too, and it felt like an independent feature. I think in my it, eyes. it literally is. Like I feel like they wrote a <laughs> script, and then we're like, "Well, we we own this franchise, so like or we own this the rights to this movie, so we can just yeah. <laughs> put a sequel on it and sell it <laughs> for a made-for-TV movie, right? Or straight to video." Well, okay, so Larry the Cable Guy's real name is Daniel Lawrence Whitney, and Lawrence. So I guess Lawrence is Larry. Oh, in the middle there, and. Okay, he does that. So Larry Cable does that Disney Channel thing where he like has the same first name but a different last name in like oh, his okay. movies. Because yeah, this yeah, one yeah. he's Larry, mm-hmm. but he's Larry Phillips. And then he has other. So he's got other ones like uh, Larry Stalder, Deputy Larry Stalder, which is in the movie Witless Protection. And then there's Larry Guthrie from the film Delta Farce, which is a wow. war movie. Don't you love those? He's so um, multi-dimensional. Yeah, really. He's very much like a Raven Simone and a Miley Stewart at the same time, you know? So I really like that about him. He contains multitudes. Yeah, but what I want to know is what makes Larry the Cable Guy appealing? Like, why is he such a America's sweetheart? I think it's uh, just this kind of thing where old white guys see him and go, hey, he's kind of gross and like... Mm. you know and so am i and he's doing well so that makes me feel good about myself like all respect to larry because he's really good at being how he is Mm -hmm. he's like the polished version of that like scary trailer guy that you don't want to hang out with right because he's like very Mm. plays it safe like he's not anything unappealing or right he's not like racist no he's not He's not saying anything offensive. He's just like the good parts and uh, all of the all American family kind of thing. Do you do you think there are like he it, it seems like he's like a made up character. Like it's not like any real person in the United States. It's like this like mix right. of, a, of like liberal like Hollywood and <laughs> like middle America and the South yeah. all in one. Yeah. As a character. But I, he, that's a fake accent, right, that he puts on. That's not real. Well, now I really wonder because he's not even Larry. I really, what's his real name? Daniel Daniel Whitney. Lawrence Whitney. Yeah. That makes me really curious about who Daniel Whitney is. Yeah, who is this Daniel Whitney? Well, his father was like a guitarist, I think, and okay. his mother. So he's an industry plant. 
Totally. No, absolutely. <laughs> that's why I say. That's what I'm saying. I think he's not like it's all just a a a, a Jeff Foxworthy mess that they're he's, just trying to put together. He's here. like Billie Eilish. He's Billie Eilish for I don't know <laughs> for people who shop at Cabela's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of Cabela. There was product, a Cabela's like, hat. Yeah. With the fish uh, hook. Did you know? Okay, the fish hook that was on. No matter what the hat was, the yeah. fish hook was there. Have you not seen that before? No. That's like a country person thing. Like you, you put your fish hook on your hat. You don't buy them with the fish hook already on it. I maybe, but I don't think so. <laughs> Cabela's come fish hook included yeah okay 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 so the movie came out in 2014 and okay there's not really a plot right it's mostly like just like a lot of no. standalone scenes with this yeah. backbone of the harrison the bear yes but also and the yeah. rivalry mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. F- stepdad daddy, biological stepdaddy yeah daddy sign me up daddy yeah uh-huh. and this idea that they have to hate each other i had an issue with that because it's like grow up like do what's right for your kid and quit making a hostile toxic environment for this little girl right we might be getting ahead of ourselves i think we are yeah but i was i was similarly just like is this relatable to a lot of people yeah no i don't think it is yeah (laughs) well okay so in oh so we can talk about this claude is larry's best friend and he's Mm -hmm. played by the wrestler of the week santino morella and he, I told this, I texted you this last night. He's like my favorite character in the movie. Yeah, he's kind of a voice of reason throughout a lot totally. of the shenanigans in this movie, actually. And just so wholesome. Like when Larry's gonna <laughs> mail the letter, he's like, "This is my letter to Santa, and that I'm about to mail too." Yeah. And it's so it's illegal for you to look at other people's mail. Right. And I'm like, who is this grown ass man sending letters to Santa? Just a really good guy. <laughs> he is. He's just a good guy. <laughs> Um, I, this is his first movie, by the way. Really? Uh, first, yeah, film debut. And I want to say it's his only WWE movie as well. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, because he's kind of got he's, a kicker to yeah. him. We like him. Um, Noelle, super cute. Mm-hmm. She's, she's a adorable. Sh- she's so cute. She's a very sharp actress, I think. I think so, too. Sometimes little kids to watch and things are just oh, heinous. Mm-hmm. But she she's funny. It seemed like she, had, she knew, like had more of an actress eye than the actual adult actors did. I like agree. she was like kind of calculating the scene. You could see her doing it. Like she was <laughs> gonna take it over in a second. Um Trish, the mother. Is that the mom? Yeah. She got done so dirty. They that literally was ga- trash. They gave her nothing. They gave her nothing in like I don't want again, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I have a lot of uh criticisms of her character and the portrayal because it was just very well, mm-hmm. well it was she just pl- like a device you know like in of mice and men when where curly's wife is just called curly's wife right that's how i felt about her yeah because i was like trish and you were like <laughs> is that the wife because they don't even barely say her name <laughs> i don't think i heard her right i'd never picked it up it's like she just plays like perfectly nice mediator the entire movie right she's she never has an emotion besides like pleasant contentment yeah and like let's make sure everyone's happy right yeah it's it's you know as a mother should right (laughs) um yeah okay so then um okay so title sequence the two is made out of a candy cane so that's super cute yeah that's very cute we love that so movie starts larry's alarm goes off it's 6 a.m noel comes in and they're gonna go ice fishing Mm -hmm. Woo! have you ever been ice fishing before i have never been ice fishing have you no wait yes i have really will you please willie have you (laughs) will we (laughs) sounds like you have you're like uh elmer fudd over here yeah please describe your experience so here's something you might not know about ice fishing sometimes they put some people that are avid ice fishers 
put a radar, like a little radar thing into the water and it like reads the fish. So you can see on a little screen the what? fish and like what size they are and like how deep in the water they are. So you can kind of like wow. figure out where you're going to fish at. Um, wow. I've never caught anything through a fish hole like that. Did you know it was a fish hole? They had like a whole ass house built on the ice. Yeah, that was a little. I'm like, they took a lot of time. Mm-hmm. But okay. So. On the ride to the lake, they're listening to Hawaii Christmas or whatever. Melikaliki Maka. <laughs> yeah, Melikaliki yeah. Maka. I think it's really cute. They they actually make a good, like we were talking about, Noelle is a good actress. I don't know the little girl's name, but they made a good comedy duo, mm-hmm. I felt like. Yeah, I think so too. You know, they played off each other well. Yeah, that was cute. And I, I like that they gave us a moment to just spend time with them in the car. Though, okay, I'm like, fuck, movie, movies have ruined my life because every time people are in a car, I'm like, they're going to crash. They're going to die. Really? It's <laughs> over. Like, I'm on edge the entire time they're filming in That's a car. That's funny. I guess I don't think that way. No? no. I, I feel like it's m- movies of like what action movies. What movie that. did that to you? I, so often it'll be like, <laughs> just like talking on the phone or something and then just bam, they get hit by the car. Yeah. It happens all the time. Well, neither of them were Texting, did so. you see it chapter two i did okay that part at the very beginning the like spazzy kid when he's a grown-up and he's got the fat wife and oh, he's yeah, talking yeah, on the yeah. phone and then he gets hit by a car like just like that's that. true they literally do that to you in movies all the time yeah it's really unfair well, it makes more sense in that right because it's a though, right? suspense film <laughs> but then they'll even do it where it's like look how much fun we're having it's like a flashback and then you yeah. see like why the guy's like into drugs and shit like <laughs> as he's an adult you know because his like beautiful wife got yeah. murdered while they were listening to like jingle all the way or maka leaky maka how does it go melika leaky maka sorry i'm maka, sorry lilo maka lilo i'm sorry McLaren. nani i'm sorry stitch yeah um, <laughs> right so out on the lake oh um, hana Oh, Ohana means family and Noelle has a question for her dad about families. <laughs> so she's telling her about um she's like, Dad, I wish you could have been there for mommy's wedding. Her engagement ring was huge. Oh my god. <laughs> and mommy looked so pretty and Victor's awesome, don't you think? It's so funny. I know. And Larry's like so we find out that Larry's ex is remarried now, Trish. Mm-hmm. And then he puts Cheetos in his mouth and they look like tusks and he's like, What am I? And she yeah. says, A walrus with tooth decay. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then he offers her a Twinkie, right. which prompts her to ask why her parents are divorced. I thought that was so funny. He like presents her kind of with all this unhealthy food. And you, like you said, you can see the wheels turning in her mind. And she goes, Daddy, why are you and mom divorced? Yeah, right. <laughs> and he's like, well, your mom likes things like classical music and petite fours. And I like things like... Wait, petite fours? I had to look... Do you what? know what they I are? I don't know what that is. I had is. to look them up. They're, um, It's like chocolates, like assorted chocolates, I oh. think. Well, he wouldn't like that. I, Exactly. He likes Twinkies and Cheetos. Yeah, he likes uh, ice fishing and Twinkies. Yeah. And then Noel, the culmination, the ultimate child, is like, I like all of those things. Ice fishing, <laughs> petite fours, classical music, Twinkies. Talk about multiplicity. Yeah, right? The duality of Noel. So then Noel catches a fish and we cut to the next scene. And now we're at Victor's house and it's fucking huge. It's a giant house. It's huge. Trish and Victor come to greet them. And they all exchange pleasantries. Trish recaps her their lit ass honeymoon that she had with Victor, where mm-hmm. they were riding around the island, tropical. Was it a tropical island, or were they in the mountains or something? Something like that. Who cares? For two weeks, they're riding <laughs> around their boat. And then Larry recounts his honeymoon with Trish, <laughs> and he's like, "Sizzler in a movie, pretty good, huh?" Pretty good. I'm like, Trish, what the <clears throat> fuck were you thinking, girl? Why would you marry this man? Right. There's no. She has no type. If you look at the two, I mean, that's the joke. That's the plot. The two guys are polar opposites and she was married to both of them. But right. there's nothing in her character which indicates like 
a, a reasoning that she has. No, it doesn't make any sense for her to be married to a person like Larry when she's right. married to a person like Victor. And also, Victor, we have to mention, is, what's his name? Oh, it's it's Erwin. Arwin? Erwin? Arwin? Whatever. From The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, the yeah. janitor. The, the custodian. The, yes, custodian. So from humble beginnings to now. <laughs> to Jeff Bezos' yes. stand-in. Whatever the <laughs> fuck he is. Yeah. He's some kind of like. A real rags to riches uh, lore. Is that what he's supposed to be? Like some kind of <clears throat> massive CEO? Because like. Yeah, of a box company? All right, we, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We I want to talk about this more. Yeah. What the company, in fact, is. Oh, it's right here. Okay, so. The they go in so Trish offers Larry a cup of coffee. This is weird as shit. Larry's like, "Oh, coffee! Now I could go for that. I love it. I love coffee." And I'm like, <laughs> "Why are you having like a meltdown right now, dude? Like, chill out. It's just fucking coffee." He's. I think he's trying to seem fancy. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, coffee. Love that. Mm, you guys got a French press." Uh, so we find out. Okay, so we find out from Victor that Larry's a part-time truck driver, mm -hmm. and we also find out from Victor that he owns a cardboard box company, which yes. is up twenty percent this quarter. And mm. but but that's a shipping company, right? I think so. Because he's well, like, oh. or he provides the boxes to the shipping. Yeah, because he's like, for oh, well. the shipping, you think they would be consolidated? Yeah, you. I think. I mean, in 2014, maybe not, but nowadays. <laughs> I was like, are, so is this supposed to be like, uh, where they're selling boxes to Amazon, or are they Amazon? Like, what is the company? Yeah, because they have all this storage, and it's like they're they doing do. shipping. Right. So I I, I want to know. We want to know. The people have a right to know. <laughs> Is this supposed to be Amazon? <laughs> but it's Baxter Box Company, so yes. now we know. Victor Baxter. And he talks about how his, what, his grandfather started the company or something. <laughs> and it's like an old-timey. It's literally just a black-and-white photo of Victor with like an old-timey mustache yes. on. It's kind of funny. And then the next photo is him now. Yeah, <laughs> like, like in, in the same spot or something. <laughs> that is a pretty good joke, yeah. though. Yeah. Um, uh, so Larry finds a small present on the mantle and Victor, this is so weird. Victor gives it to him and he's like, oh, it's a little something I had made up for the guys at the company. It's a decoration you can put on your desk. And Larry's like, but I don't have a desk. And, <laughs> and so then we never see the present again. I don't know what's in that box. Right. They I, don't show it. I don't think it is. I think it's just like an ornament. The box. And Larry and his simple benevolence <laughs> is like, well, look at this tiny little present here. And, you know, Jeff Bezos is like, oh, I have a million of those. We got a warehouse. You can just oh, have one. Oh, the, the literal wrapped gift is the... I, thi I think ornament? so. I think so. Dog. <laughs> it's just festive. That's what I That did assume. not read for me at all. I was like, what's in the fucking box? <laughs> what's in the fucking box? <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm Brad Pitt. Oh my God. My wife's head is really, really tiny. <laughs> and it's in this little my box. My wife's shrunken head. Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, it's <clears> like <throat> the shrunken, my wife's, my wife is the shrunken head from the night bus in oh my Harry God. Potter 3. <laughs> All of these stories these are tangled all together. In Jingle All the Way too. Yeah. You guys, you got to watch it. We got to make a you YouTube video it. about how they're part of the same universe. <laughs> it's a connected they're universe. They're Easter eggs. Yeah. And Tarzan and Ariel are also all part of it. Yeah. Um, and then Seven. Yeah, of course. And then Seven. Yeah. Because Morgan Freeman <laughs> is a detective. Is that what he is in that movie? Mm-hmm. And he's also God. So, <laughs> thi so this year, it's Larry's turn to have... Noel for Christmas. And also her name is Noel. Can we talk about that? Yeah, what's going on there? That's great. I mean, well, that makes me wonder. Oh, never mind. I was going to say, is she in Jingle All the Way 1? Oh, um, but she's but just that's like. That's also a Christmas movie, so that would just be very in, appropriate. 
Oh yeah. Neither of us have seen Jingle All the Way One. Is that but, wrong to say? On the no, end? it's worth noting that yeah. this we're coming at this with a blind blind eye. I don't really know what you would say. Because what I want, what I really w- was wondering, is Jingle All the Way One pre-divorce? That would be very interesting. Oh, what? Well, because yeah. this whole conflict is around this like recent divorce. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what happened in the first one? Right. Well, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger from the first one. Oh, so it's not even. No. Oh. And I don't know if he's like a stepdad or a regular dad. Okay. In that, but I know it. That movie's same thing. He's trying to get Turbo Man, which is like a Harrison a the toy? Bear. Yeah, it's like a Harrison oh the Bear kind God. of thing. Oh my God! So it's like the same plot. Similar, yeah. Where it's like. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it though, so I don't Interesting. know. Interesting. Exactly. I, I um, we'll get to it later. Okay. <laughs> There's something else I was gonna say. Uh, right. So Victor's mad because he wants Noel because it's his first Christmas with Trish and Victor together as a couple. Mm-hmm. Noel's like, let's just do a half day at both houses, and everyone agrees. Yay! Awesome. And then it's like, see, this is how adult compromise can work. Like, you right. Just make it work. Movie over. Or you could all just be together. I mean, you're all hanging out right now. Right. And there's a couple times in the movie where they're like all together at the same time and just chatting right seems normal and then like all of a sudden it becomes very like uh, an issue competitive yeah yeah and i'm like huh yeah i'm not mm -hmm. okay it seems like noelle is the peacemaker she's around everything's fine exactly the first noelle child yeah the sweet child of mine (laughs) how many (laughs) children of divorce know that feeling not me because my parents are together but shout out to you guys on this christmas yeah come on fam (laughs) 50 percent. who out here let's go Uh, mm, I'm like Larry. I'm sipping my coffee. I love mm, coffee, coffee. Love coffee. Mm, mm. I can always go for some coffee. <laughs> so uh, before Larry leaves, Victor turns on the Christmas lights. The house looks great. Best Christmas ever. Yes. Beautiful. So um, next morning at the diner, we get to meet Larry's best friend, Claude mm-hmm. Santino Morello. We went over this. So he's been Larry's best friend since third grade. Uh, on the TV, the news is talking about this new hit toy of the year. Harrison the Talking Bear. Harrison the Talking Bear. Which has this sophisticated microchip which allows him to learn 300 words, including a child's name. And here's my thing. That's some weak-ass tech, yo, for 2014. (laughs) What the fuck is that shit? I don't know. It's kind of like, um, what's the Black Mirror? Ashley O. Oh, fuck. I love Ashley O. I want one of those so bad. It's like the the prototype, I guess. It's early Ashley O. These are actually also connected as well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're really creating a web here. Um... Oh, this is also when we get to meet Mags, the waitress, Maggie. Yeah, she's cute. She's so cute. She's a little scene stealer. Like, every time she's on the scene, she's, like, got it going on. She's bringing all the energy. Love her. Mm Kind of thought her and Larry were going to have a thing at some point, but maybe I'm just conditioned to think that. But he gets no tail in this whole movie in case anyone's wondering. Spoiler alert. Yeah. He is sexless. He's more into bears than he's into Maggie. Ooh. Wow, that was yeah. good. That was thanks, a good one. Thanks, 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 guys. Uh, well, thanks, Lindsay. Yeah, but thanks for listening I'm too. Guys. You're there. I didn't forget about you. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm I'm guys. <laughs> uh, that night, Larry sets up a bunch of jerry-rigged Christmas lights on his trailer mm-hmm. to try and compete with Victor's lights, and yes. I think they should look pretty dang good. It's very creative, and it's also like this. You know, I think a sweet little nod to like. Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yes, the, the tumultuous light setup. Yes, uh, yeah. So that's, that's everybody was, has a, a space for that in their heart. I right. think. Didn't you say on the episode last time that that was a family movie that you watched every year? Yeah, every well, yeah, not yet this year, but it's no, only what it's December sixteenth. We've got time. We got time, baby. Um, 
Okay, so Larry plugs in the piece of the resistance. And, yes, um, as the French say. As the French say, and it explodes and Larry flies back. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. We're living we're living for the explosions in the slapstick. So next morning, Larry and Noel are having breakfast and Noel says that they need a new Christmas tree. The tabletop one is fake and trashy. Yeah. She doesn't fucking want it. Um, and it's not gonna fucking cut it. There's not enough room for fucking presents. God, dad, we need a real tree. So Larry's like, says we can go shopping for a Christmas tree. So that day at the tree farm, those trees are insanely priced. They're extremely insane. It's unreasonable. And I'm wondering why, also I'm wondering, in you know connection with that question, where does this movie take place? Is this California? I don't, I don't. Maybe I, they imported the trees. Yes. And it's also got this the confusing quality, which a lot of, I think, low budget holiday movies have, which is like, the 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 circumstances are that they are shooting in California, yeah, and so they're always kind of like got people in these like half ass holiday outfits, like mm-hmm. they got like a hat and like scarf on, and like but you can tell it's not cold, yeah, 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 and uh, yeah, and, and it's like they had partway through the movie they just like lose that, right? Because it doesn't even matter. And Larry's trailer is out in the snow, though. So it's like they had like two days to shoot in the mountains or something. And they did all those scenes out there real quick. Like, it's very, I don't know where they are. He's a mountain man. Right. Okay. So the regular tree costs $300. It's insane. And then a (laughs) shitty tree costs $165, which is fucking insane. Um, it's a hot, very uh, enthusiastic. Oh my god! Retail girl. What was that? She walks up and she goes, "Do you like what you see?" Yes. <laughs> what was that? And he's like, "Oh, ooh, ooh. you know." And she's like, "We okay?" It's like they were like, "All right, you got the role." And she's like, uh, "This is my fucking day. Like, yeah. I'm fucking selling it. I'm gonna get a million parts after I do this." Mm-hmm. She's like, "They're like, all right, action." She's like, "We have furs. We have Frasers. We got you. Look like a pine guy yourself." Right. I was actually curious as to whether some of these other like smaller minor characters were also wrestlers because they just had this very theatrical quality she could have been a diva actually i wonder if she was absolutely but who knows she yeah they were like she's the hot tree salesman Mm -hmm. um we also find out victor is buying a ten thousand dollar tree for the town tree lighting that weekend or whatever whenever it is the philanthropist yeah, and then he literally tells, yeah, the philanthropist himself. <laughs> and then he literally tells Trish on the phone, speaking of philanthropy, that he's trying to buy Noelle's love and affection. Does he say that in those words? Yeah, he's like, he's like, I thought maybe I could. She's like, a $10,000 tree, Victor. That's a little pricey, don't you think? And then he's like, I'm trying to buy some love and affection here. I want Noelle to have a good Christmas. He's like creepy obsessed with baby girl. It's weird. Like, I mean, you know, I don't want to put anything on anyone, but no, it's no, no. just like, Never. she's, you know. You love her. That's great. But she's not your your kid. You can't have her more than her dad. I just feel like this is just like obvious. It's like he's just trying to make her love him more. And like clearly that's inappropriate. If she does, you know, you know, whatever. The circumstances are what they are. But she's she wants to just be happy with two father figures. Exactly. Why can't a girl have that? I think she should. And more. It's completely ridiculous that <laughs> Victor. Yeah, he's like. Oh, well, I want to be her dad. And I'm like, she has a dad, dude. Why are you trying to step into someone else's like situation? I think he doesn't want her to grow up to be like trashy. Oh my God. He, because then he'll be embarrassed of her. Right. She'll be wearing a Cabela's hat with, with a, a fish hook. hook. 
and she'll be coming back with muddy boots. And yeah. <laughs> Noel, you're tracking mud in the house. <laughs> oh, I gave him kind of a southern accent. Noel, you're tracking mud in the house. Yeah, that was you very better stop that. Uh, <laughs> the cook won't like that when. Yeah, he's... the investors will see. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Elon Musk will see when he comes here with my new car. Uh, That'd oh. be sick. She's like mudding in the Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, girl. Noel, why is there mud all over the Tesla? What's going on? You don't get it, Dad. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun, Dad. Me and my me and my real dad went mudding in the Tesla. Okay. Um. Oh, and then Larry falls into the flocking machine, which is like snow A for snow your snowmaker. Snowmaker. Yeah. For your tree, it's very funny. We love that part too. So. Next scene, Noel and Victor have a snowball fight, and it's like artificial snow, mm-hmm. and. So and then after the snowball fight, Noel gives Victor a big hug and is like, "You're almost, almost as, much as much fun as my dad." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're almost as much fun as my dad, and it's like, which is like what he deserves to hear. Exactly. Honestly, it's like, duh, that's her dad. Like you're yeah. not her dad, <laughs> ugly ass noodle head. And so, <laughs> like, like you, you just, learned something. Yeah, I learned something. She, he just met the girl, and he's like. You have to be my fucking daughter now. Right. And she's like, I don't want to. Like, he needs to grow the fuck up. All right, Victor? Mm-hmm. Listen here. Just get Trish pregnant and have a kid that will love you have so much. Have a new much. one. Yeah, it'll be obsessed with you. Yeah. Daddy, pick me and up then and Noel shit. Noel will be jealous and everything will fall into its place. Exactly. Like, stop pushing your own feelings of inadequacy and your emotions onto a child who can't process it. Right. This is wrong. But somehow still processing it better than all of the adults in <laughs> yes, this movie. Yes, <laughs> Um, elsewhere, Larry and Claude are filling a box truck with snow because they're going to bring all the snow. Yeah, they're up a mountain. Yeah. Filling up a U-Haul or something. So this is where we can just talk. Is it Colorado? Because maybe it's like they go up in the mountains and it's somewhere extra snowy. Somewhere with mountains, yeah. Because, I mean, that's how it is in California. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. My, my roommate, Nicole, mm-hmm. is from Rancho Cucamonga. And that's something that she actually said that they would do like around Christmas time because it's really mountainy over there mountainous um that they would go up and like shovel snow from the mountain and like bring it down to their yard no way yeah like in her dad's like truck bed which so is this really must cute. be california then or or colorado or yeah but you think in but december there would be snow there'd be snow everywhere yeah, in so. colorado somewhere warmer it's weird i'm not really understanding the geography of it all but <laughs> they bring the box truck back down south and um uh, then he's like, oh, here we go. And he opens it up and then a bunch of water pours out. All the snow melted, guys. It's very funny. Right. And it pours all over Larry. Um, if So so far, it's just been a series of like little A and B scenes where it's like A and then it ends with a little button of a slapstick where right. Larry gets hurt. Mm-hmm. And then we move on to the next thing. That's kind of where we're going with this. Um, but now we're finally getting to the plot. Fucking 25 minutes into the movie. Yeah. So, uh... Okay, mm, so Claude and Larry. Oh, all right, here. I got a little clip here, but then we're going to talk about the letter to Santa. But this Hell is a little yeah. clip. Uh, Claude and Larry have a little heart to heart, and then this scene goes into the diner the next morning, and that's what we'll hear about the mm-hmm. um, the letter to Santa. So let's take a little listen, guys. Uh, I don't know, Claude. I just can't catch a break. I don't know how I can compete with Victor. Uh, it's tough. I'll give you that. He's younger. Richer, more educated. He's in great shape. Is he, though? Much, much, much better looking. <laughs> All right, I get the point. Is he, though? Look, the more important question is, why do you feel the need to compete with Victor? Noelle doesn't right. care about that stuff. She loves you for you, Larry. I am pretty lovable. <laughs> Good night, Larry. <laughs> See you later, Claude. 
We're at the diner now. Is my angel ready to order? I sure am. My angel. I was referring to the little angel. Oh, oh. sorry. My usual, Maggie, please. PB and J, light on the PB and heavy on the J. Correct. Mm. You know what, I'll have the same thing I would have to. Deep fried everything, hold the salad. Boom. <laughs> Tell you what, Maggie, Boom. you know me pretty good. I got your number, Larry. What does that mean? She's got a number. So what you working on there, your homework? My letter to Santa. Letter to Santa? I thought you got that done July 4th. <laughs> There's something special I want. What is it? I can't tell you or anyone else. If I do, it won't come true. It's like making a wish. I don't know where that came from. Yeah, is that a thing? If you tell people what you want from Santa... Then you it, don't get it. Right. <laughs> like That's not right, I don't think. She's but, got something to learn about Christmas. Yeah, you got to learn something, all right, Noel. <laughs> okay, so right there, we're finally getting the plot. Noel's asking Santa for something, for one thing that she wants more than anything in the world. Mm -hmm. And Larry, So Larry's like, oh, I'll go mail your letter to Santa right now. And he goes to the mailbox. Claude shows up, and he's like, Larry, you can't open that letter. This is so funny because I actually wrote in my notes, like, I was like, haha, I'm so funny. I'm like, not only is it an invasion of her privacy, it's a federal offense to read somebody oh, else's yeah. mail. And then Claude literally says, says that. that, like basically word for word. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love that. I, it's cute. Um, anyway, so Larry opens the letter and he, so it says, For Christmas, I want my family to get Harrison, <laughs> which is spelled H-E-R-A. That's one word. The second word is Sone, S-O-N-E. Right. Okay, so here's the plot, guys. What the fuck is a Harrison? We don't know. <laughs> We're going to find out. So um, then Victor is hanging out with the next scene. Victor's hanging out with Noel, and he finds out that Larry got the letter first. He didn't get it because Noel says that she gave it to Larry to mail to Santa. Mm -hmm. So he knows what Noel wants for Christmas. Larry knows, and Victor doesn't. Oh, my God. So Victor calls his security manager, S. Welling, to investigate Larry. Right. He's like a PI now. Yeah, and he's scary as fuck. He's, <clears throat> he's like, very scary. He's like sneaking around the toy store all black. And he's he's like, got big like school shooter vibes. Definitely like, creepy school shooter vibes. That, no, I'm feeling it. Welling, it's over. And like <laughs> He's like peeking around corners and shit. I'm like, stop. You're freaky. This is a toy store. Right. So, okay, now we're at the toy store. Question. Do we like Jeffrey the sales rep? Jeffrey, the sales rep. Well, it's just another instance of very enthusiastic retail employees yes. in this movie. Um, you know, he's cute. He's got his little spiel of like, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, and Happy Winter Solstice yeah. or something like that. No, you're right. Um, and then la la later, Larry's like, and have a happy winter salsa. Yeah, so very, very funny. Cute. Yeah, we love that. He doesn't know what that is. So Jeffrey's like, Harrison. Hmm, oh, that must be Harrison the talking bear. That's what she's talking about. Yeah. The hottest new toy of the year. Because no one in this movie can fucking read. Read, apparently. <laughs> um, did, wait, did you figure it out when you first I read did, it? I did, yeah. Like, okay. I mean, can we say it now? No. Okay. I want to save it. Later. Yeah, Because <laughs> they, oh, and they, they like double spell it out at the end by like literally rearranging the letters on screen. <laughs> I'm like, in case you're extra fucking dumb. Oh my God. So I think this is the same plot from the first movie. Like them trying to, I, like, I don't know if Turbo Man is like a misspelled, like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I don't know exactly, but, um, eh, okay. So just, all right. So Welling reports to Victor that Larry is trying to get Noel Harrison the bear. Yes. So Victor tells Welling to go buy up all the Harrison bears in town. So next morning, 
Because Larry's going to go buy the Harrison bear or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's going to go shopping. Bear hunting, as he says. Bear hunting. So Larry snoozes his alarm at 6 a.m. And he keeps snoozing over and over until 11.30 a.m. And I'm Did like... Did you notice that he hits the button like three different times? And three of those instances, it stays at like 9.15. Like there's like three different oh, yeah, like, clips of him hitting it. And it's like the same time. Yeah, it should be getting like, later. Could the editing really like not be <laughs> just a little bit better? <laughs> the bar is so fucking low. <laughs> But that is so me, like, snoozing my 6 a.m. alarm till 11.30. No, that's extremely relatable. <laughs> like, the most me thing in this whole movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so, okay, this montage is so fucking dystopian. I hate it. So, it's, like, this super rich oh guy. Oh, my God. It's a capitalist nightmare. <laughs> it's such a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Welling's going around buying up all the Harrison Bears in mm-hmm. town. And Larry keeps showing up, like, right after he buys them all. Off right. All the shelves. So not only can Larry not get a Harrison bear, but nobody else and none of the other children are going to be able to have one. Like anywhere in the whole fucking tri-county right. area. It's fucking weaponizing the You're, wealth of this company. Absolutely. This movie is pro-capital and it's fucked up in yes. my opinion. Okay, so there's a, uh, he signs, they're, they're going to be new Harrison bears in the morning. So everyone right. like waits, everyone's lined up for the Harrison bears and everyone's so fucking excited. Hey, Harrison, hey, Harrison, Harrison. we fucking love Harrison the bear. Oh my fucking God. Okay. So then, um, they get inside the next morning and Welling was first in line and he already bought all the right. Harrison like bears. Right. Like within like 30 seconds, 30 like, seconds. They he, just all go in and then it's gone. Like, and he got them all. Like, how did he yeah, get them all out of the store? Yeah. And everyone's running around like, where's a Harrison bear? And I'm like, wouldn't right. you just like, know, no, or wouldn't they like lead you? You would follow the first guy in line, yeah. Welling and see and that instead he's everyone's taking like, all of them. Wandering around like, where's the Harrison bears? Yeah. I, did you notice the, like, Easter I want to speak to the manager lady. She's like, no, <laughs> she's like, where is the new shipment? <laughs> and then she makes this face like, oh my God, this I is unbelievable. I was told by <laughs> Apple Care. <laughs> Literally. And she kind of looks like Adina Menzel, but you didn't. It's probably her. I think it was her. Yeah. Damn, really. After Rent, it was all downhill. Oh my goodness. And then back uphill. Well, no, Frozen came out in 13. This came a year after. But Frozen 2 is out now. Frozen 2. Did you see it? I haven't. Have you? I Honestly, I haven't really seen Frozen 1 all oh the way God. through. Dude, Frozen 2, she gets uh, an ice horse that they call the Knock, and it's fucking gorgeous. And the she Knock? Rides the knock it's like wow. a water horse that wait turns like f- knocked like night i don't know why it's called that i was just <laughs> watching knocked. a scene there it's a water horse but then when she rides it, it turns into an ice horse That's it, it doesn't talk sick. or anything it's just like sexy yeah i love that um costumes are great great movie music's not so great a little okay. underwhelming the costumes you mean the the drawings of the costumes like oh yeah in frozen <laughs> 2 yeah. yeah like oh. the rendering like you can see the stitching oh, okay. and I the like buttons that. and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. it's really nice um yeah, and Kristen Bell in that, too. Like we, oh, wait, shit. We weren't talking about that on mic. <laughs> on air. We were just talking about how much we love Kristen, Kristen Bell. Bell earlier. Yeah. Actually, you know, I don't I don't, I love, don't love her. I don't on her either. But I think I'm being mean, and it's just, like, something about her face. Like, oh it's not, God. like, her as a person. I just, Mm-mm. like, don't like seeing her. So I think Frozen 2 would be a great movie for me to see. I'm going to just hear her. her <laughs> it's not It's Anna's face. Look at a pretty red head. Yeah, I love That's her. That's what I like. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and Josh Gad. We don't like his face, but we like him when he's a snowman. I don't know who Josh Gad is. Um, well, what I know if I he's saw Olaf. Him. Um, right. Okay, he's in Book of Mormon, and he's like he's Elder Cunningham. He's the goofy guy. Yeah, he's like, would you want to read a book about Jesus? Oh that yeah. Guy? Mm, that's okay, Josh okay. Gad. That's where he got his humble beginnings. Oh well, I like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, we like. We love- I like that type. You know. Yeah. The, the fat you know, goofy man. Yeah, that's well. Besides Larry. Just kidding. Larry's Larry's pretty cool. Larry's Larry's dope, let's Larry. be honest. Uh 
Oh, man. Okay, so um, unbelievable. Not fair at all. Oh, and then they're like, he's like, wait, why Why didn't you just like do like one bear per customer? And he's like, right. oh, those are the rules. Yeah. Plot moving forward. And I'm like, okay, well, Larry thanks for- commits vandalism. Oh, and what? he like there's a like a oh, display yeah. uh, like a cardboard display of Harrison and mm-hmm. he like punches it. Yeah, and then Jeffrey's like, okay, well that's just unnecessary. Right, which I feel like if you really did that, you would get in trouble. Oh, that's not okay. You yeah, punch the head right off of a display. <laughs> it's not cool. not okay. Um, so Larry, oh Larry asks Welling for a bear, but then Welling like assaults him and like twists Larry's arm. Yeah, and like tells him no for some reason. He's like, no, you can't fucking have this bear. Also, can we make note of the fact that this mission to get all of the bears from every corner of town is known by Welling and Victor as Operation Who's Your Daddy? Yes. What the hell? What the fuck, man? <laughs> and here's my issue with that. If it's the whole reason you call something an operation is so that it's like under wraps and people people don't know what you're doing. Right. What, what the project is. Mm-hmm. You just named it the most obvious it's very thing you could. Obvious. Yeah. Well, it, it lends itself to something a little more. Right, I was gonna say it's a plot device. Racy. Yeah. Oh. oh yeah. Who's I your see. daddy? Who's your daddy? That's what I'm like. Why are you? Is that really how you you want to yeah. speak? Yeah. To win over a little girl. Let's yeah. get. Let's think about that. And what is this? Is it for Noel? Is it for Trish? Is it for you? Yeah. That's one thing I thought. Maybe Trish is like. Maybe Trish is more smart than we think. Like oh. because who would let these men act this way unknowingly? But, like, maybe she's just pretending to, like, be all unaware and, like, chill because she likes these guys, like, fighting over. Like, she's living vicariously right. through Noel, and she's like, you know, I like all this. Uh, Drama. Yeah. Tension. Maybe she's, like, really a snake. Well, honestly. I'm not going to put it on her, though. It's clearly, like, this mess. No, I think we problem. got something going here. But I would prefer for her to, you know, I think that would make her a little more interesting. There's some the complex. Yeah, no, it would give Trish some complexity there. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so. Trish is definitely a snake. <laughs> She's a fucking snake, dude. Fuck Trish. Trish is Trish is over party. Yeah, dude. Trish is canceled. So, <laughs> oh, back at Larry's. Um, okay, so back at Larry's trailer, Noel and Larry are making a gingerbread house, and mm-hmm. Noel says Victor has been too busy to play with her because he's working on a big project operation. Who's mm-hmm. your daddy? And then the um, terrible name zero to ten. Very obvious. Okay, so um, that night, Larry's at the diner again. Um, and then he's like eating pie and okay. He's too sad to eat his pie. Yeah, he's so sad. <laughs> oh, but then he notices two uh ladies walking by the diner oh my with God. the Harrison Bears. Yeah. And he chases after them. And they're like these totally like chic designer looking mm-hmm. women with like Edna Mode glasses yeah, on. Yeah, older ladies. They're twins. Twins. And they look they're wearing the same exact outfit mm-hmm. and they talk, they say the same things at the same time. Yeah. And you said that they're in what series of unfortunate I events? I believe, yeah, that that's the, the same. Li- but that and that's funny because in series of unfortunate events, it's like their same shtick. Uh, so I think that like these two actresses, that's just like what, what they, they do. do. I mean, if you were that old and like that's what you'd been doing, uh, it's. I mean, they're good. I they, think it's a case where a lot of people like meet these ladies and they're like, yeah, we could write a role for that in the movie. Yeah, that works. I mean, they. It's two people taking up one role, basically. Right. What are they? Like, what part of that story? Like, the circus? Oh, they, yeah, they're part of, like, Count Olaf's evil squad. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, from, yeah, okay. They haven't gotten, do, I, do they still make that show? I think they came out uh, with a season last year. Three or four? Three? Three. I, are I, they? I, I might not. I wonder if they're onto right, the circus shit yet, because that's book 10, as far as I remember. I liked, I think they did do the circus. I think I saw that one. Damn, they're ripping through those bad yeah, boys. Yeah, I kind of liked that show. 
Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. I felt, yeah. Did I you have read like the books? weird feelings about um, Neil Patrick Harris. Sometimes I, I like him, sometimes I don't. I think mm-hmm. I kind of liked him in it though. I did read, I think I read up to like the sixth or seventh book and then stopped for some reason. Yeah. Violet I don't know Village. why they're really good. Um, I love them. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, I loved them as a kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. VFD, very mysterious. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I have a little clip here just because I like these women. So I, I wanted to play a oh, clip of you. their dialogue with Larry. Yes. So we'll listen to that. All right. Excuse me, ladies. Excuse me, ladies. Hold on. I'm desperate. It's about your bear. What about the bear? Well, I want it, and I was wondering if anybody... No! You're the fifth person in the last hour to ask us about it. And we're telling you, like we told all the others, it's it's not for sale at any price. No, I don't want to buy it. I was just saying... So you just want to take it. Nobody takes this bear. It's for our grandniece. No, no, I think you misunderstand. We're warning you. We've taken a senior citizen self-defense class. Huh? That'll teach you. Don't mess with a senior. Hmm. Hmm. I love them. They are so good. I mean, like, that really is a talent. Like, not only negotiating, like, which parts to say together at the same time, but, like, the intonation is, like, exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Like, the rise and, and fall of the And they don't have to take, like, cadence. a... Cadence. Yes, the cadence are so similar. <laughs> and they sound exactly the same. And they don't, like, take a breath to, like, okay, now we're going to talk. Like, it's like they just know they're going right. to both talk at the same time. But it is crazy. It's... They beat him up just for asking about the bear. Yeah, that's really... So you were just going to take it. Although, to be fair, I would feel pretty threatened if Larry the Cable Guy came up to me and oh. said anything probably no No, he's scary big big scary man and he looks like a trump supporter he probably is right i mean i i I don't want to pigeonhole him okay daniel lawrence daniel lawrence whitney probably isn't but larry probably is he probably has two ids and he voted for hillary and trump (laughs) separately yeah this is the voter fraud that republicans worried us about told us about okay um, he's a Russian bot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's an industry plant that's a Russian bot. Uh, so after Larry gets his ass beat by these dope twins, he sees on a telephone pole that there is a charity fundraiser at the Rooster Tavern. And mm-hmm. so all he has to do is stay on the mechanical reindeer, quote unquote, the longest. It's like a mechanical yeah. bull. It's all these dads lined up yeah, in Santa as, costumes, yeah. like competing. And they're all like, no, I'm going to get that fucking bear for my son. And it's just so sad so to funny. what lengths will these people go to make their children happy and um, pretend to be homeless, literally. Right. Uh, we'll get to that next. But um, <laughs> that's so fucking beyond OK. It's not fair. It's so bad. Um, oh, also Claude's there, and he's dressed as Santa too. Yeah. So the grand prize is the Harrison Bear. So Larry puts a bunch of glue on his ass and thighs, and then sits on the bowl the longest because right. he's stuck to it. At some point in the middle of his competition, he has time to go out to his car, get the industrial grade glue, <laughs> yeah. which he just keeps in it, and put it on his ass, and come back in. Well, Claude paints the glue it on dries his ass. to sit on the yeah. bowl. <laughs> it's really gross. Amazing. Love that. Um, so he stays the longest, but he cheated. So Larry's a cheater. Not a very good, um, just not good for what, it doesn't seem like a good role model to me. No. So, uh, okay. Um, oh, and then Welling is there too. And he tells the operator to turn that shit up to 11, bro. Yeah, he says crank that. He hands him a slick 50. Yeah, and he's like, crank and, that shit. You know, everybody is falling on such hard times this Christmas <laughs> that the guy is like, I need that 50. And he turns it up. <laughs> Yeah, people are at the. Oh my god, it is. It's so dystopian. Well, nobody can get the fucking bear because the just richest like guy so in town. So normalized, like Every, yeah, I know. Mm. 
Yeah, and um, this is what's wrong with America. Okay, yeah, Christmas time. Yeah, how about the reason for the season, right, Lindsay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know who has, doesn't make any appearance in this movie? My man, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Yeah, mm-hmm. superstar, as some will call him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, bruh, if Larry told... Okay, wait, 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 so then he wins... Larry wins, but he doesn't win the Harrison Bear. He wins a tropical vacation. To or the Poconos. Poconos, or, some, or is that not tropical? They said something. I think it's like a it's mountain Pocono ski mountains. resort thing. Bro, if Larry told Noel that, hey, I, for, for Christmas, I got you a vacation, just yeah, you and I. Yeah, look who's fancy now, Victor. Yeah, you're not taking So a, what, the bear is like one of the second place prizes? It's a second place yeah. prize, yeah. And then the dad that was talking all the smack wins and gets the bear well good for him good for him at least one person gets a bear <laughs> right <laughs> one child yeah um exactly i just think any kid would be smart enough to know that like the vacation with their dad is a lot better gift than a harrison bear right but whatever noel is like shows no semblance of being materialistic no. throughout this entire movie no what does he do with the tickets to the party or whatever to the vacation no it's not said just, it's just gone just like the fucking that would have been a wonderful uh honeymoon yeah that would be a nice conclusion to the movie yeah larry and noel on larry. their honeymoon no. that's not right yeah no larry and uh what's her name madge marg oh mar yeah maggie maggie mags. yeah mags mm-hmm um okay so oh but then so cute claude's like i'll go on vacation with you larry <laughs> very cute claude is so good he's, he's so such a ride or die like he doesn't even have to be here at this thing no he just went and he's painting glue on his friend's ass and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just <laughs> so down um okay so now there's a dream sequence Everyone in town has a Harrison bear. When Larry goes to the toy store, Jeffrey's like, "Yeah, we have the bears," and then pulls out one that looks like Larry, and he's like, "This is most, this is second most popular bear. It's Larry, Larry the loser, the loser bear." Yeah. And then he pulls out the most popular bear, and it's the Victor best dad ever bear. And um, right. And then Noel shows up, and she's like, "Oh my god, a Victor bear! That's what I want more than anything in the whole fucking world is a Victor bear." <laughs> Um, and then Larry wakes up, oh my God, and sees on TV that at the local soup kitchen, Santa is handing out toys for the less fortunate children. So Larry dresses up as a fucking homeless person. Right. And, oh my God. He looks like he's cosplaying as Hagrid. That's <laughs> <laughs> like literally what he looks like. And he's so big and tall. He just looks like him. He does. Yeah, he's got the long hair and like the tattered weird hat on yeah yeah, it's almost like a witch's hat it is not what (laughs) my imagining of a homeless person would be no uh yeah and then larry's dressed up as a homeless person he runs into his ex-girlfriend from high school janny his ex boo and then she's like yikes i hope things get better for you larry yeah and then she's like i didn't know that when i broke up with you it caused (laughs) such a turn and he's like oh wait hang on i broke up with you and then she was like okay well here's 20 dollars, you homeless fuck and he's like don't worry i'm in the wrong business i'm like this is fucking sad right you, you okay how so, little money is he making so, yeah exactly you don't need, you can't even, like tw- someone giving you 20 dollars is worse than your fucking job like that's right. really sad um 
Okay, so inside, Larry sits on Santa's lap and gets the Harrison bear. It's really fucked up. Like he literally, no, not even the, not even the less fortunate poor kids get fucking Harrison. Yeah, bears. no, and also Larry resorts to threatening to poop on Santa to get the bear. Like Santa does not oh want to give it to him. He's like, oh, I'll give you a doll, and he's like, I want that Harrison bear, and then he's like, who knows? I had some Mexican food last <laughs> night, and it's bubbling up, and Santa's oh. like, please don't poop on me. <laughs> <laughs> almost man please don't shit on right. me that's insane that is so fucking insane <laughs> i can't believe that I, um okay <laughs> this is this isn't even like there's nothing to make jokes about it's just so insane <laughs> right um okay so really fucked up do not like game over canceled so then outside this kid <laughs> is like my dad can i have that bear and he's like fucking no. out and then the kid's like my dad got arrested for stealing to try to get money for my mom's operation yeah and no, i was in jail and i can't have any <laughs> presents this year <laughs> so larry feels bad and gives him the bear and then the kid's like sucker and he like fucking runs away and he got hustled dude, so everyone's just which hu- is like okay a true hustler knows you don't announce that you hustled somebody right after oh, you, walk you, know, you walk away you're gonna post it on the gram like look at this scam i just pulled <laughs> On the Finsta. Bro, but why is... All right, so Larry's scam in the soup kitchen. This little kid is scam in the soup kitchen. Right. What's going on around here? There are no winners. The real the real winner is the kid. That's true. Because he goes and he brings it. Well, you know, Larry's chasing him, right? Yeah, Larry's chasing him. They run away. And then um, all the people... Like, Larry's getting chased by a bunch of people because he's threatening the kid. Like, or he, like, stops. He's like, give me that fucking tool, you little fucking shit for a fucking kick your ass. Yeah. And then the kids are like, oh, my God. Larry, why are you acting like this? And then it's like an angry mob ensues. Right. And they run away. Uh, and so, the kid goes and sells it for a profit to yes, So he ends up making $100. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he is a, I mean, all respect to our little hustlers yeah. out there. That's what you got to do to make it work in this cold, cruel world that is jingle all the way too. Yes, exactly. That's what we're working for. But so okay, so everyone in this movie's a piece of shit. That little kid's a piece of shit. Larry's a piece of shit. Welling's a piece of shit. Victor is too. The only people that aren't are Trish, Noel, and Claude. Those are the only two people that are like reasonable. That's very true. People in the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, also Margot Price, the news reporter, because she reports the truth. She is so good. That was like the best part. I love her. She's the best part. Yeah, Morals. she's a truth seeker. She, she reports is a truther. Yes, objective news. Okay. Yeah. All right, so those are the good ones. Shouts out to our homies. So at home later, Larry's phone rings, and it's inside the Cheetos bowl. Right, it's in a bowl of oh, chips. So fucking funny. <laughs> well, it's a good thing it's not in the dip, am I right? Yeah. Uh, uh, um, okay, on the phone, there's like a deep throat voice. Like He's like, I'm right. going to reveal all the fucking secrets to you, Larry. Anonymous calls Larry. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm wearing a Guy Fox mask right now. Yeah. You can't see it, but I am. Um, lures him to a literal junkyard yeah, yeah, lures in the middle junkyard. of the night tells him that he has a Harrison bear if he wants to show up and fucking buy it at the junkyard for $500 was that how much it was mm-hmm. fuck man that's a lot of money so, right but Larry's got he's got $500 to pony up oh yeah because he's got that 20 so <laughs> yeah, he's like, Be before there. he had 480 <laughs> and now he's got 20 in, <laughs> yeah, in the need, savings well he put the 20 in the donation box at the soup kitchen Oh, yeah, we failed to mention that. That was yeah. pretty cool. It was cool. Yeah, that was his... Redi- I'm like, you're still pretending to be homeless. It's not okay. Right. That was like, hey, it's fine. He put 20 bucks in the donation box. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Uh, more like Janny put $20 in the donation box, and she was already on her way to fucking church, so she probably already gives money to people. Right. So inside the junkyard, it turns out that the guy on the phone was Jeffrey, the toy store sales clerk. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So he's doing this, like, stolen toy biz as a way of making extra money. Black market shit. Yeah, people- black... 
they need money. They need resources. Everyone needs. Everyone I broke mean, it shit. must be California. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's on hard are just times. Fucking each other left and right <laughs> for, for twenty bucks. Yeah, that is sad. Um, he also is a little person dresses an elf as his partner, which is just great. Thank you for right. that. It wouldn't be a Christmas movie or wrestling without a little person dressed as an elf, probably. Right. So. So also, Claude thinks that Scott Bayo played Batman in the Nolan trilogy, <laughs> which I love that. That so, was a nice little detail. Yeah, the cops show up and bust the operation. Claude tells them not to shoot. His father is a veteran. So <laughs> then Larry and Claude get off scot-free, even though they involve themselves in illegal toy business. So you'd think they'd be arrested too. Right. Because they were there to buy shit. Yeah. A little bit. But then all of the bears, he he doesn't get one still. He asks the cops if he can buy a bear off of them. And they say that this is going into evidence you don't you you know we can't give any of these bears away which is right. just like the fucking cops yeah they're hoarding all the wealth man yeah this is all just a big fucking setup okay so yeah it's like the so cops I are know, okay i i used to work um for this lady and she told me that her uh <clears throat> her son got robbed and he was about to pay rent or buy a car or something. He had some big amount of cash on him mm -hmm. and he got robbed at gunpoint. And so he called the cops and whatever. They ended up like uh, collecting the money. You know, the, the guy didn't get away with the money. And then um, fucking, but he couldn't have his money because the cops said they had to take it in for evidence. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that ridiculous? Yes. I, I, hopefully he's got it by now. This was years ago. But and I, I know too, if you get arrested, they just take, if you have cash on you, they put it onto a jail card and then you have to go to an ATM and pay service fees to get the cash that the cops took from you out. Cause they just give you like money credit from the jail. Yeah. So just giving so, your fucking money back. Anyway, fuck the police. And if you get arrested for drugs, they can like seize your car and TV, even though it has nothing to do with the drugs at all. The TV? Like you can just go, like if your house gets raided, they can like take your TV all your, what do they do with it? They sell it at auction for money for the police station. That's fucked. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Mm. So at the diner in the morning after all this cop shit went down at night, uh, Margot Price, the TV reporter, is on, on. she's live. Yeah. And someone, she's reporting, someone has been buying up all the Harrison bears in town. And Claude and Larry are like, who's somebody in town has enough money to buy right. all the Harrison bears? It's Victor. Mm -hmm. So that night, Larry goes to Baxter Boxes with a package. Yeah, but this is so funny because Larry says to Claude in the thing, he says, I know exactly where the bears are. But then he goes to the holding facility mm -hmm. and he doesn't, doesn't know, know exactly. <laughs> he knows what building they're in, but not where. Not where. So, so I know exactly where them bears are. Yeah, and it's like, no, you fucking don't, you liar. <laughs> don't lie. So at the Baxter Box Company, Larry talks to the receptionist, uh, and then he, t he says, hey, a couple ladies outside said I look like Brad Pitt. I'm like, what the fuck? And then and then she's like, okay. And then he's like, uh, where's your bathroom? I got a fucking shit. And then she's like, what? She's like, oh my God. And, um, and he's like, Merry Christmas, Brad Pitt. I'm going to go shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like he like went full like they lobotomy like, on her. They were like, what's his name, Daniel? Daniel, yeah. They're like, Daniel, just go in there and ad lib this scene. Okay, buddy? <laughs> we really believe in you. And he's Dude, that's like, what I feel like, I've that... got some material I've been working on. Oh, he's like, I've yeah. I've been you're... keeping in my pocket. <laughs> I look like Brad Pitt and I got a poo. 
Oh, no. The crowd goes absolutely ape shit. Get her done. I don't care who you are. That's funny right there. <laughs> That's one of his other catchphrases. I also think the Scott Bayo line was a joke that they like came up with. They're like, oh, let's just keep rolling. Right. They're like, what's funny? Mm, Scott Bayo. <laughs> who is Scott Bayo? I honestly politician don't know. Here, we're gonna look it up. He's real an quick. actor. Oh, he's back. I think actor. Scott Bayo. One sec. Um, Scott Scott Vincent James Bayo. Um, Happy Days. And ch- Happy Days. Da- he was in Happy Days. That's with the the Fonz, right? Sitcom Happy Days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Love he was also Henry in the spin- Winkler moment. Yeah, he was also in the spin- Henry Winkler. Isn't he the Fonz? Oh, yeah, he is. Mm-hmm, Which mm-hmm. is weird. Really? Yeah, because he's like I learned that like way later in life, and I was like, wow, I never. Because we just know him as Henry Winkler, right? As the- like Goofy Principal from Scream, or right. uh, the guy from Barry. But, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> the ripoff artist from Barry. I love that. Um, him and that. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then also Happy Day. He's also Scott Bay was also in Joni loves Chachi. Oh, the classic. <laughs> I love Chachi too. Oh, and he's in the musical film Bugsy Malone. Yeah, Bugsy Malone. Bug? Here he comes with his Tommy gun. Ah, he's gonna get ya. Wait, do you know what that is? No, but oh, that, you're just yeah. You know Tommy. The Bugsy Tommy Malone, gun. Post Malone's dad. Yeah, well, from the Bronx, Bugsy Malone. Right. In 1976, <laughs> Bayo played the title character Bugsy Malone. Bugsy Malone in the ch- children's gangster musical directed by children's gangster musical mu- musical. Yeah, directed wow. by Alan Parker, which also co-starred Jodie Foster. What is a children's gangster? I guess like, is it like Home Alone is like a children's gangster movie. They are, yeah. He's kind of like tormenting. The Keep adults. the change, <laughs> you, <laughs> you filthy, filthy animal. And a happy new year. <laughs> um, oh, he also earned two Emmy Award nominations for his lead role in television movies Stoned and All the Kids Do It. Okay, well, shout yeah. out Scott Bayo. Dude, this guy is from a different time. On his way time. to being a EGOT holder, I'm sure. Yeah, what's that? Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. Oh, right, right. You got like yeah. Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> yes, she's got act. all of those. Um, she also is on a bunch of like Disney World rides at Epcot because like when that place was made, really? Yeah, she was like still popular. She's like what, like like a narrator? I'm Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to do her voice. I'm Whoopi Goldberg. No, <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> it's me, Whoopi. I've yeah. Whoopi day, whoopsie daisy. I'm that, slipping around. She always says that. Yeah, she's on the view and she's like, whoopsie daisy. I didn't mean to say that. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, he's also in a Wes Craven film, Cursed. Oh, so him and Henry both have connections to Wes. Yes. Oh, political view- views. Bayo is a registered Republican and he describes his politics as conservative. Oh. Ew, he campaigned for Ronald Reagan in his youth and attended Ra- Ronald Reagan's funeral? Scott. Ew. Upon Ra- Reagan's death in 2004, he was quoted by the New York Times Daily as saying, President Reagan made me feel proud to be an American. Today I feel sadness. All right, Scott Bayo's canceled. Okay, good for you, buddy. Yeah, you are no Batman of mine. <laughs> uh-uh. Okay, so... um. What the fuck? Oh, okay. So then now we're cutting. So he's going to go shit. Um, now we're cutting back to the tree lighting and everyone's there. Welling is there. Claude is there. Maggie's there. The twin old ladies are there. Noelle's there. Trish mm-hmm. is there. It's lit. The whole town. It's like Gilmore Girls they or something. They would not miss this. No. The tree lighting, no. So back and then back at Baxter Box Company, Victor takes the package into the storage room in the back of the warehouse and Larry follows him in and the storeroom is full of Harrison Bears. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah. Okay. And then Victor opens the box and sees the package has a head of lettuce in yep. it. Yep. Um, Just some freaking cabbage. Yeah. And Larry's like, this is so low to buy up all the bears. So Noel can't have one. Victor says <laughs> she's getting the bear for her new dad. Yep. Her new dad instead of her old one. Um, uh, yeah, and chill. Okay, so then they fight over the door handle and it breaks. Then yeah. they have to stay in the storage room for two days and miss Christmas. Well, and I'm like, where are your phones? Larry's is probably in a bowl of chips somewhere. Don't they pull out their phones later and they're like, oh, let me just Yeah, call? They, they think of it later. They're like, oh, let me, oh, I don't have reception. I'm like, why was that not the first thing that you did? Right, exactly. Um, so back at the tree lighting, so they're locked in the storage unit. So back at the tree lighting, Margot Price calls out Welling for buying all the bears. She is going in on him hard. She is formulating a wicked expose of this whole operation. She, yeah, and, she, and then he's like, "Who's your daddy? Margot's your fucking daddy." <laughs> yes, Margot You're Price. Your son. Sit down. Go off, Margot. <laughs> yes, Queen. Okay, so and then another angry mob forms, and Welling. Passes the blame on a Victor. He's a Victor. He's like, oh my God, it wasn't me. It was Victor all along. Yeah. So everyone hates Victor now. But then everyone starts throwing candy canes at Welling, which is classic. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I did the crowd. The crowd kind of jumped in. Um. Yeah. They. I'm, okay. Candy canes getting thrown in your head would fucking hurt. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't feel good at all. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Um. Okay. And so now back at the but where. He it, whatever. Dude, he did. Fuck Welling. <laughs> Honestly, and Margot Price should have been there fucking throwing the hardest candy canes. Yeah. Um, back at the warehouse, Larry and Victor have a little chat. So we're going to listen to that and then um, move on through. That's to the end of the movie after that. So here we go. Uh, you know, you started this whole thing, you know, talking about what we're going to do for Christmas right in front of Noel. I admit that was a mistake. My first Christmas with Noel, and I wanted it to go well. Besides, I've never been a dad before. You're a stepdad. And there it is, right there. Okay, but what? yeah, Where, there what? is a difference. What? Where? What? Look, the way you just said, stepdad. Like it's some <laughs> kind of lower form of life. That's good. You know, it is not easy competing with Mr. Perfect Dad, you know. Perfect dad? <laughs> Are you kidding me? By avoiding any semblance of responsibility, you're always happy and relaxed. And since you work as little as possible, you're always free to take her places and do things with her. Oh, so that's it. So since you think I'm a failure, I'm a winner in Noel's eyes. Well, let me tell you something, mister. I paid $40,000 to get all these Harrison Bears so I couldn't get one. I pay all my taxes. Mm -hmm. I don't owe a cent to anybody. I ain't never took a handout. And I, I take care of my own support for Noel. And I ain't got to apologize to anybody for nothing, especially you. Okay, fair enough. Well, try explaining that to a little eight-year-old girl whose stepdad lives in a mansion and has a chef and can buy her anything he wants anytime she wants it. Sign okay, me up, baby. So the problem is I'm too successful. Well, let me tell you something, bub. Like you, I have never taken anything from anybody. I work hard for what uh, I have. Victor, I'm not begrudging your success, okay? I'm very <laughs> happy for you. It ain't about that, all right? It's about Noel. It's about me trying to compete with you. I can't do it. So don't. Look, Victor, I'm not sure I'm ever going to learn to like you, okay? Or me, you. But because of Noel, I'm stuck with you and you're stuck with me. So we got to figure out a way to get along, okay? Okay, agreed. 
doesn't change the fact that we're still stuck in here. Well, we need to find some way to get out of here. Noel ain't going to have any one of her dads there for Christmas. Okay. Real conservative values hours. Yes. I okay. never didn't took a handout. I pay my taxes. Like, no one was accusing you of tax fraud, Larry. Absolutely not. Yeah. That's I'm like, a little more suspicious than if you hadn't said that. Totally. <laughs> Is this like some pro conservative, pull yourself up by the bootstraps, anti welfare movie? Right. I, Be- I mean, yeah, I guess so. One, he's like, I never took no handout. Two, they're trying to make it seem like everyone's rigging the welfare system when really that's just not how it works. Like, they're like, oh, everyone that goes to the soup kitchen is a liar pretending to be homeless and children pretending to be less fortunate. There's a lot of murky waters. Yeah. And then also, is this pro capitalism? Because Victor is a fucking CEO and nobody's a millionaire. Nobody who's a millionaire does it it, with good conscience. There is no ethical consumption under capitalism. T, no ethical consumption under capitalism. (laughs) Claps in between. Here we go um okay so my question is do you feel like more like a victor or more like a larry (laughs) what i mean by that is like do you feel like stressed out all the time because you're trying to be successful or do you feel like or do you want to be more or which one do you want to be more like stressed out or do you want to be like chill working your part-time job i would love to be a larry you know, I think I come from a very Larry background, mm-hmm. but I have kind of a Victor mentality. Mm-hmm. It is is hard. Yeah, hard uh, to to make it. You want to make a bunch of money, mm-hmm. and then maybe one day you end up like this guy, like Victor, and you got so lost in the money that you don't even think about this shit anymore. It doesn't right. even occur to you. You just throw my money at a problem and make it go away, but not really. It doesn't ever really go away. No. No, I guess I feel I feel for Victor. Like I feel that stress of putting yourself through so much when it's really not necessary. When I really want to be a Larry, where I just chill. Sometimes I yeah, envy people. Yeah, you just don't care. I was talking to Kelly, mm-hmm. friend of the show, Kelly Curran, about this the other day. How it's like I wish sometimes I was one of those people that just like watches TV after work and just yeah. smokes weed just and like goes home and pets my dog and feels good. Yeah, and like buys takeout and just hangs out and has a good right. time. And it's like paycheck to paycheck and is like, yeah, this is normal and feels fine. Exactly. Like shout out to all of you who like make it work and are content that way. Like seriously, mm-hmm. because that's just like I feel like that's a more. I don't know. That's like a very, that's a way to live that just is the right, uh, words are failing me right now. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's an honest way to live and uh, th- th- all this it's striving a valid way to for be. money and success and fame. What are these ambiguous uh, concepts? Exactly. Really? Yeah, there is not really, money isn't really even a thing. But however, okay, but you know that you wouldn't you know yourself you wouldn't be content living like that it would make you sad like Absolutely. It, it would make you depressed mm-hmm. you have so you can't do it it's like kind of this like revolving door of like yep. stress and wanting not stress but then you get away from it and then you just want to come back to it right so that's just something that that clip made me think of which right. i don't think is what this movie's trying to make you think about but no uh so then Larry and Victor bond over a picture of pictures of Noel on their phones, and they're like, "Oh my god, this one's so cute!" <laughs> they both have her as their background, background on which their phone. Is, honestly, just strikes me as creepy. I'm sorry. Oh no, it makes sense for Larry, but like, why? Why is Noel the most important thing to Victor? Yeah, it's weird. It's you know, it's like not because she's like. If it was because she was just like the most young, vulnerable person in his life, I would like mm-hmm. respect that. But like it's because she's like a symbol of like 
you know, he has all this money. Like we were just talking about, he has all this money, but he can't, he can't buy a daughter. Exactly. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, he's trying to use his money to have the life that Larry got on his own that he just worked for, I guess. I don't know. But conundrum. It's too bad. I would say Victor's definitely a uh, villain in the film. I don't think he's that redeemable at the end either. Right. But then we're, I think, and then we're supposed to kind of just like shift all of our, rage and frustration onto welling right yeah because which everyone just literally does by beating him up with candy canes the caning (laughs) oh my god he gets caned by a mob yeah mob rule uh but yeah so which is kind of fucked up and unfair like welling's just like the crony who's doing what the boss man says exactly and victor kind of gets away scot-free yeah actually you know Everyone's like, oh, yeah, that makes Victor's sense a good that guy. Did that. Yeah, he hoarded all the wealth and then gave it back. So right. it's okay. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank You're you. You're so generous. <laughs> right, when we all were just trying to fucking buy it anyway. We just, yeah, we- wanted the same thing as you to make a child happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I guess not that when they got it for free. Yeah. Um, Spoiler. S- yeah, sorry, guys. But before this, we got to get out of this warehouse, though. They're still stuck in the warehouse. So right. Larry climbs into the forklift and then crashes it through <laughs> the drive like. Drive it through the wall. <laughs> the sliding garage door that they're stuck in the garage that they're stuck yeah. in. And then they both head over to the tree lighting. Woo! And they agree to have Christmas together instead of separate. Wow. Um, Trish calls Victor um, and calls him out for buying all the Harrison. To- She's like, is this true that you bought all these Harrison bears? Right. And then Trish tells Victor. She's just so fucking blissfully unaware. Yeah, she's like, is this, this on. can't be true. Not my Victor. Yeah. I'm like, bitch, you barely know the man. So then <laughs> Trish tells Victor not to come. It's not safe. People want blood. Eat the rich. It's over. It's Christmas revolution mm-hmm. time, people. Like, raise the red flag, you know? This is like Le Miz, but yeah. jingle all the way too. They're rioting. They're chanting, down with Baxter's boxes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they literally are, down with Baxter's boxes. Uh, Which, like, it's not the boxes that's the problem no it's not you could have just uh, down with baxter but we're we don't need to workshop mob chants right <laughs> no, no. now and well and the the two old ladies get the chant started where they're like we want the truth yeah. we want the truth <laughs> um but larry has an idea so him and victor go to the tree lighting at the tree lighting the baxter box truck shows up victor opens the hatch and or sorry larry opens the hatch and victor's in there and he's dressed as Santa. Mm-hmm. Woo! And he gives everyone a Harrison bear. The kids love him. Victor saved Christmas after he ruined it himself. So it's his fault. Yeah. But it's kind of and like a Grinch And it was like thing. Larry's idea to give them away too. Yeah, exactly. Like what would have Victor done by Otherwise. his own? <laughs> Opened it up and been like, Noel, look what I got you. <laughs> I got you every bear. She's like, what's happening? <laughs> I want to go eat Twinkies she and ice fish. She want one. She's like, where are the petite fours though? Um, <laughs> so uh yeah amazing awesome uh everyone gets a bear and then it starts to snow amazing beautiful christmas at the town hall now cut to christmas morning noelle's opening her presents and she opens one and they're at larry's they're at larry's the whole family is at larry's they all came to larry's so sweet and it's a harrison bear and noelle's so cute she's like thank you but like you can tell she's like not excited it's an avocado (laughs) yeah it's definitely an avocado (laughs) moment um and they're like, what? That was what was in your letter. And then Noelle's like, no, fam. That's not what the letter says. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say to get a Harrison. It says together, <laughs> together as one. one. <laughs> <laughs> We're not like the twin old ladies. No. Here, let's try again. Ready? Three, two, one. Together, together as, as one. one. Aw. Isn't that sweet? So in case, so the le- so to get so to get a ha- Hera is like together and then the uh, a-, a 
from the end of Hera goes into the sewn and becomes as, and then the own part is one. Right. Which if you just kind of read it, um, you can probably pick, pick tell the first time that you read it. So you knew from the very beginning what it I said. I did. I read it and was like, I know that this plot is that that's not what that says. Right. But I don't know what it fucking says. <laughs> like I couldn't understand it. So you're smarter yeah. than me. Well, and she was like, if I say it, it won't come true. Which is like, but bitch, you said it. Yeah, you said, why don't we just have right Christmas together? Right in the beginning. Yeah. You said it from Jump. And yeah, I, I just, I mean. There's some issues If they had just here. read that. You know, if it's really the education system <laughs> who is at fault here, if Larry had had above a second grade reading level, he right. would have seen that. And we it, this would have just been a nice movie. About right. Them when apparently he was in and high school for five years, five years. Yeah. Wow. He's like, yeah, six years. Just kidding. Only five. <laughs> I was huh. like, yikes. Um, OK, so in, also in case you're stupid, they literally rearrange the page so that you can see what it says, like yeah. literally with like. Of effects. Snow. The editing is crazy in this movie too. Like all the transitions are like Windows Movie Maker. Like, yes. like it turns into a bunch of little squares. And yeah, then, like, or like becomes a, another thing. Oh, like clock, a clock? Yeah. <laughs> goes around <laughs> or clockwise. It wipes it away. Yeah, it's very Star Wars. Yeah. Um. So Noelle says it's okay. She got her wish. Everyone is together. Yay! And then the oven dings, and Larry, but Larry, and Larry's like, "Oh, the turkey! You gotta go grab it!" Yeah. And he burnt the turkey. <laughs> oh no! So they all agree to go out for dinner, mm-hmm. and then Larry and Victor fight over where they should go for dinner. Of course, sushi? No, Italian? No. Um, right. I like that. Like hibachi. sushi is like the rich guy uh, com- uh, suggestion, and then. Italian is like the poor man's food. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You'd think Italians would be it's on like, that yeah. rich shit. Victor wants Nobu and Larry wants Olive Garden. <laughs> Dude, honestly though, I fucking love Olive Garden. Oh yeah. No, like it's I know it's trashy, but I love it. And I love how it just like How ma- can you not? One time I went on a date to Olive Garden mm-hmm. and the guy was buying all the food for me and I think I just have this like scarcity mentality that when there's like a lot of food in front of me, I got to eat it all. And like, you know, when, especially when someone else is paying for it, I'm like, this is a opportunity. And I really ate so much and drank so much wine. I went to the bathroom and threw up and then came back and continued eating. Oh my God. Lindsay. (laughs) I was like, uh, I was probably like 20 when that happened. That is so dark. 21 because I was drinking wine at the Olive Garden. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That honestly sounds like a fucking flame date though. I'm trying to eat until I puke and then eat some more. Puke and rally, baby, at yeah, Olive Garden. At Olive Garden. Yeah. No less. And that man is now your husband. No. <laughs> oh, I thought it was a cute origin story. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. Anyway, that's the end of the movie. Um, I got some IMDb fun facts. Hell yeah. Okay, so. Lay them on me. Here we go. The voice of Harrison the bear is the voice of director Alex Sam. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, so. Or he's just like cheapskate. I also feel like Harrison the bear has. The, a likeness to another cartoon bear, but I can't place it. Like, he um, looks exactly Brigsby like... Brigsby Bear? Who's that? Uh, it's, like, from Kyle Mooney, that's, like, SNL guy, and he made that movie, Brigsby Bear. I don't even... Okay. Is that, like, Ted? Yeah, it's kind of like Ted, but not really. But not, like, raunchy? Is it, like, Five Nights? It's kind of raunchy, I think. Hmm. I don't know. I've never seen it. So there are multiple movies about raunchy bears that talk? Yeah, but it's not, like, a teddy bear. It's, like, a mascot in that movie, I think interesting what about um five nights at freddy that video game with the creepy chuck e cheese animatronics do they have a bear mm, yeah i think 
Freddy is a bear. Oh, okay, okay. Is that what you're thinking of? No. I, I Care Bears. No. I was thinking maybe like Yogi Bear, but I don't think that's it either. Um. Oh, is it the Haribura Gummy Bear Bear? Whoa. Maybe. <laughs> kind of looks like him. Because Harrison kind of has like leader hosens on, right? Yeah, I like would just German say look. like um, cartoon bear creators, like please just get a little more. Yeah, we want to see something else. Variety. Yeah. We want to see variety. Exactly, me too. <clears throat> um, and I already said that one. Um, oh, the scene where the cops bust in to, uh, for the illegal toy sale was a, a take taken from the original movie. The same thing happens with Arnold Schwarzenegger. He goes to get Turbo Man. And really? it gets busted by the cops. How is that a fun fact and not like a shameful like rip off thing? Do IMDb fun facts sometimes, especially for these movies where they're like straight to video, scrape the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like, is somebody tasked with having to write that or are they like I anybody? Think, can, is it like Wikipedia? Yeah, I think it's like users and then upvotes kind of hmm. thing. I'm not totally sure. IMDb is a wild, wild place. That's very true. Um, okay. Now it's time for my favorite part. Rating the movie. Yes. All right. So, um, we did we do the old rating scale last time? I don't remember. I don't think so. We voted in loud packs. Oh, loud packs. Yes, packs. Yeah. Because you sent me a text about rating, and I was like, "That's all I remember." Right. I remember too. Um, I don't remember. Well, I can. We we gave the movie like blank loud packs out of what? Yeah. Well, it was like peas, right? Like loud. But we call yeah out of five. Because it's rated right, out of right, five. Right, 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 right. Um, I can find. Right, 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 right. right. Just keep filling the dead air. I'm going to pull up our rating from last okay, year. Okay, hello, everybody. It's me, Lindsay, continuing to fill Santa's the dead Helper, air. Santa's Little Helper, 3.25 frozen bags of loud out of five frozen <laughs> bags of loud. All right, so we know what we're starting with. So with this one, um, the way it works is there's five categories, and each mm-hmm. one is out of zero to one. So it's a percent or okay. like a decimal. And I then like we. That. Add them all up to get an overall score of zero to five. Get okay. It? Okay. So, Wait. Repeat that to me again. About so think decimals. about. I got you. So like, think about each one is like a percent score, like a letter a grade. A percent score. So like, if you want to give it zero to one, so if you want to give it like a B, you'd give it a point eight because that makes like an eighty percent. Oh, okay. Okay. So we'll start with believability. So like believability of the world, believability of the characters, their motives, their actions. Mm. Um, I can go first, or you can. Well, that's a hard one because. On one hand, I want to say, you know, when would all of this happen? This is, you know, it's so ludicrous in a way, but this this really is like a parasite level uh, depiction of class disparity. Absolutely. (laughs) This is fucked up. Just like on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. In a comedic sense. And it's almost unaware of the fact that it is that, I think. Yeah. But do you think that like, somebody who was this rich CEO like Victor like this is something that would happen like is it realistic that he's buying up all these toys like are his motives no, but real I, I believe that maybe it's symbolic of something else so, okay you know I love a you know a fantastic reality mm-hmm. yeah of yeah. course so pseudo reality yeah so okay so the believability is not quite there but it works in the context of the movie yeah is that what you're saying mm-hmm. so then what would you give it for uh out of zero to one Okay, so I think, well, I, I don't think it would go so high. I, no. I think it's, I would give it like a 0. 0.6. Oh, so like a D. Yeah, is that bad? No, I mean, that works for I me. I mean, it's more than half. But not, more than half. Not far more. I was going to say 7.5. Okay. Okay, 0. 0.75. And then we'll got to do the math, because do you know how to do math? 
<laughs> oh, no, me no. 0. 0.6 plus 0. 0.75 divided by 2 equals... Oh. Wait, is that right? Yeah. That seems pretty high. Is that that's wrong? That's higher. That's, that's wrong. That's right? impossible. Wait, 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 wait. How do you do it? <laughs> point six plus I do this every episode and then I don't know what I'm doing. Plus point seven five, right? And then you divide that by two. There we go. Point okay. six seven. That seems much. So right. point six seven is our overall for the believability. believability. Next is costumes. So um mm. if anything stuck out to you. I mean, I think personally costumes shouldn't stick out. They should like be working within the world. Yeah, so. I agree. But you made the point about he does that Cal- like, the California uh, Christmas oh, bullshit yeah. where it's like they have right. like a beanie on, but then like basically like a tank top. <laughs> Doesn't yeah, make any sense. Which is funny because it's like it kind of is how at least in LA like people kind of do that. Like because most people are like transplants, so like some people have just have different tolerances to uh-huh. cold and like when it's like 60 degrees out, sometimes there are people like wearing parkas and like another person wearing like shorts and a short sleeve shirt. And then there's also just, I think this layer of people like thinking that wearing a hat and gloves is like festive because Mm -hmm. they see it in these movies. Right. It's (laughs) like, I don't need gloves. Right. They're like, it just makes me feel Christmassy. (laughs) Um, and beyond that, the homeless man costume really stuck out to me. That was fucked up. He really looked like Hagrid. Hagrid. <laughs> I, I also really, but I really liked what's her name, Ma- Maggie. Maggie. Her uh, the waitress. Her waitress outfit, little like fifties diner business. I loved that diner because it the stuck out, but it worked. Boxes at the tables. You know, it, was, mm-hmm. it worked in the context of that. I would give costumes a, a seven five. Point seven five. That's okay. I'm thinking around there too. Yeah. I I I think that Larry's outfits. They might even just be like, where 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 are you what you wear for your comedy tour? You right. Know? Like it was very just, Larry. Yeah. And then that. Uh, Which is the name of his next tour? <laughs> very, very Larry. Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you should be fucking doing punch ups for Larry. <laughs> this is some shit. Um, but I do think I like the juxtaposition of the rich people cut, like Trish and Victor and Welling with their like uh long overcoats long and stuff coats and mm-hmm. yeah and more like muted colors i guess everyone's wearing muted colors though yeah um i'm gonna give it a point eight so you know we're kind of meeting in the on the subject there. of costumes this mm-hmm. is totally just me like talking about something that i th- have you seen dr sleep wait oh, no no that's that new movie right yeah that new like um shining sequel yeah. or whatever I hated the costumes in that movie. Okay, that woman, I I saw in the trailer and You've I was like... You've seen that gypsy looking bitch. Mm-hmm, yeah. I hate that look. It's so weird. It's not even like this, maybe it is offensive. To me, it's not personally, it's not even about that. I just don't like that aesthetic. <laughs> With the feather and shit? Yeah. Like, it looks like she's going to like read your crystals or something. And it, well, and that's kind of like her type, but still, I just, I, we hate to see it. You saw that movie? Yeah, and I liked the movie. Oh, you did? But I didn't like the costumes. And it was like the rest of the costumes in the movie were very like, like the the, the color correction was like very specific throughout the movie and mm-hmm. like the costumes like always kind of like matched it, but like not in like a cool like Wes Anderson way, just yeah. like in a way that was like, yeah, y'all are just. Is it true in that movie that she sits on rugs every time she's sitting and doesn't wear shoes? She doesn't wear shoes. I'm pretty sure there's a scene of her like walking in the grocery store and she like doesn't have shoes on. Okay. Um, but you know, she's like a free spirit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> she's like, I shouldn't have to wear shoes. I'm anyway, like, that was totally just me like serving my own, like wanting to talk about that. But thank you. 
no please i i love dr sleep especially um in the trailer <laughs> you love that you haven't seen it no i love that movie <laughs> um in the trailer where they're like oh if this movie doesn't look good here's a shot from the shining so you'll come and fucking see it right okay so i went and saw i don't remember what movie i was at but there was a couple a lesbian couple sitting in front of me and that trailer played and then at the end the one woman pulled out her phone and typed into her like calendar because she like put the movie date that it, from the trailer wow. yeah typed in shining two <laughs> that is so cute <laughs> wow that's really cute it was i was like it's not shining two but i mean i guess it kind of is because he's danny right ian yeah. mcgregor yeah 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 mm. okay great oh okay ian. So- Ewan? What the fuck is his name? Ewan? Ewan? Oh. I don't really fucking know. E- Ewan? The, gwe- the weather? <laughs> you win, weather. You win the you weather. You win the weather. <laughs> hey, you win, you win the weather, you lose the weather. Okay, uh-huh. um, so for costumes, we got overall a 0. .77. Nice. Not, not bad, right? All right, next is dialogue. Mm. <laughs> what did you think about that dialogue? Whoa, woof, you know? Buzz's girlfriend, woof. Um, <laughs> sorry, it's Christmas movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there was some real stinkers in there. Gotta say, gotta say so. Uh, just, you know, kind of like they took what I'm assuming the template for the first Jingle All the Way mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. and then just kind of filled in the blank with Larry the Cable Guy-isms mm-hmm. uh, and their idea of the antithesis of that i guess which is victor <laughs> um but yeah so I, I and i can't even call on i'm trying to call on something like specifically that like yeah me neither i that, mean the i'm brad pitt yeah, i gotta bad. go take a shit thing <laughs> that's really what bad. the hell but you know they tried and f- family movies are mm-hmm. a great era you know they're not gonna like be like yeah doing very some award winning ex- existential no. you know poetic dialogue so i think for it served its purpose i'm gonna give it a, a 0.7 all right 0.7 i'm uh i agree with you it's hard because with kids movie it's a lit it's a kids movie it's for kids yeah. to watch that you'd watch at home and be like on abc family or something <laughs> or what is it called now freeform Freeform. Freeform. What the hell is freeform? I don't want to. I don't know. I'm free from form. That sounds very existential. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, freeform is like what ABC Family like e- like evolved into, like transcended into, just a freeform. Yeah. I I have a theory though that like people that name networks and like run all these like media companies don't actually watch TV or watch movies because they do shit that people oh, yeah. would never that people that watch and enjoy media would never do i feel that way about commercials constantly yeah like Like, who thought that i wanted to see this exactly yeah yeah like or that this would make me buy this product or whatever because it didn't it just bothered me i think well i think the case is that i think they're onto that though and i think what they're doing is just coming up with the most fucking annoying thing that sticks in your head so when you think like oh i need to change my internet provider and then all of a sudden i have this like commercial in my head of fucking what's the like new one that's like do you know what i'm talking about like what is like xfinity Frontier or something oh like that's- i think it's frontier they have this commercial that always comes up on my hulu and it's like game 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 <laughs> and it's like so fucking obnoxious <laughs> that like i think i would you know that stuff sticks with you yeah and freeform, I think, is another example of that. Like, it just, oops, sorry, I hit the microphone. It's just, um, 
it has this kind of it rolls off the tongue yeah. off the teeth free form um tip and of the tongue and tip of the lips yeah 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 or i heard this radio commercial that was like black friday at ikea black friday at ikea black friday <laughs> oh at ikea God. and i was like, like head on apply directly to the forehead yeah yes just invades your psyche i literally turned off the radio i was like oh no <laughs> that's not today uh, yeah, or stuff like like even with Disney Plus, I don't know if you heard about the Simpsons ratio aspect ratio thing and how they changed it Not to at all. they they switched it to like you know to match all the other aspect ratio for so all. So it's the, like full full, full screen. Yeah, but with the bars, what is that widescreen? Is that widescreen? That's widescreen. Yeah. But the show was you know made the animation cells the original of was made in like two four or whatever the fuck it is. And so they literally are cutting off. They stretch out the the frames and they cut off the top and the bottom of the frame. So is everyone a little bit fatter? Yeah, everyone's a little fatter and like actual jokes will be cut off. Like there's an, an episode where Duff Beer, there's like three different kinds of Duff Beer, Duff Beer Light, Duff Dry, and then like Duff Regular. And the joke is that the pipe is pouring three, like from one pipe into three, mm-hmm. but they cut it off. So it just looks like the whole joke doesn't isn't even there anymore that's ridiculous it's completely ridiculous and anyone who enjoys the simpsons or media at all and like no right. we want to watch it and it's a ris- original aspect ratio yeah. no one's asking for you to fix it i don't want to watch fancy simpsons no i don't no one want, i don't want fancy simpsons <laughs> if i'm gonna watch season four i want to watch it like how it looked right so yeah I okay. like want to watch Simpsons like off of VHS, honestly. Exactly, like with some like grainy on a ass. shitty little TV. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I uh, have to go outside and adjust the satellite. Well, and it's totally fucked up because Simpsons, you could watch it on FXX online. FXX. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it had director's commentary that you could turn on and off. Oh. And you could switch between the new aspect ratio and on the original every episode. Yeah. Wow. And even the old ones, and then Fox and Disney, you know. Became, merged. merged and then then <clears throat> disney just totally fucked themselves on their own streaming platform with like media that they could have just left well like That's well and so good on something else stupid exactly so it's these dudes in fucking some suits minor detail that who is even going to notice that yeah exactly and yeah it's like they don't they don't want to serve the fans they just want to they just think that they know what we want but that's not what we want you don't know what we want disney plus okay yeah all right um, we we're talking about dialogue you gave it a point seven <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, i'll give it a point six um, because I, I, I'm going a little lower because I just, the movie's not good and I don't want it to get a good <laughs> rating. And, but, I, <laughs> but I will say that, um, I'm give, I'm kind of laxing it because it's not like it's trying to be like a good movie. It's yeah. a kid's movie and it's a holiday yeah. movie. So 0. 0.7. Okay. That's 0. 0.65, right? Yeah. Cause that's what we had for the first one. No, we had 0. 0.67 cause we had six and seven, five. Oh, excuse me. Well, anyway, anyway, I stand correct. Oh my gosh! I'm Actually, sorry. I'm sitting. Well, I just want to. That's true. We're both sitting, baby. <laughs> I just want to um, make sure the record is clear. This rating scale is very important to the listeners. They care mm-hmm. very much about this, um, right, guys? They're doing the math along at home. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh my god, they're gonna their crash iPhones. their cars. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> we gotta get the math on here. Um, okay, uh, category four is acting, and with acting comes reacting. So, um, anything that you thought was overreacted or undersold or just delivery Mm. in general wow you know i feel like with these movies it's almost like just taking all these people from very different corners of you know the industry Mm -hmm. and kind of piecing them together in ways that sometimes doesn't really uh you know mesh but I thought it was pretty all right in these mm-hmm. circumstances. But can you really call 
Larry Daniels acting acting because he's kind of just being himself. Right. That's something interesting that we talk about in my method acting class, you know? Oh, yeah. The idea of acting is kind of uh, shifted because it's kind of just based now on this like cult of personality where you come in and you do a guest spot as, uh, you know, the character you play, which is kind of you. And uh, you don't really, you know, acting is changing something about yourself. Right. I would say, on the other hand, Arwen, you know, he Mm -hmm. was a really, he was a different kind of character. Yeah. Although his, like, mannerisms and his, you know, his idiosyncrasies are are the same, Mm -hmm. kind of. Um, Noelle, amazing. That was some acting right there. I have nothing bad to say about her. Fuck no. Um, And yeah, everybody else was pretty chill. The twin ladies really amped things up for me. But same thing with them. They just do that in every... That's so true. Spot. Yeah. Well, you know, and some people you get it and some people it's like, Mm. why are you still around? (laughs) Right. Like Larry, Larry. <laughs> but he's kind of not still around now. No, he kind of disappeared like oh, 2017 maybe. But he's with us forever in our hearts. <laughs> in our hearts. <laughs> in our middle school hearts. Yeah, in my gut. Um, Deep down. So I think for acting overall, I would give Jingle all the way to, uh, should I be generous or no? No, fuck no. I'm fuck gonna, this movie. I'm going to give it a point six five. Oh, that's not bad. Could be worse. Um... Yeah, I feel like every... Okay, for me, I, I no one's like bad where it's just straight up like, that was shitty. Like, I don't want to look at you. Like, I don't want to hear you right. talk. So No if, one was horrible. No, everything was good. I think and Jeffrey, that man was fucking to the moon. He was selling that shit. Oh, yeah. he. We all know a Jeffrey from Drama Club. We all know Jeffrey from uh-huh. Drama Club. Yeah. They're like, here's your small part. And he's like, I'm going to know these fucking lines. I'm going to deliver them like the fucking... And I'm going to steal the little scene. Yeah, I'm going to be a little showstopper. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh... I'm just going to agree with you, 0.65. I think that's yeah. pretty good. And what's his name, Claude? He was good. Claude is fucking amazing, and I I love that character because he's also doing a Larry thing because his real name is Anthony. Yeah, something. what's his like wrestling character like? Do you he, know? he pretends to be Italian. He's like, so it's like Italian. Oh, so for him, this was very different. Yeah, it was. He did a great job then. Yeah. That's awesome. But with these movies, a lot of times they do this thing where they're playing their wrestler character who's playing a character in the movie. Because, huh. like, he's not Anthony what Corella or whatever his real right, name is. Right, like how Paige is still, like, the heel in exactly. the um, Santa's Little Helper. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. And, and this, like, in the credits, he's credited as Santino Morella or whatever. Yeah, so it's like he literally, yeah, so they do that a lot in this movie. And, like, they do that in other ones, too. Like, John Cena will play John Triton in the movie, but it's John Cena playing. What is that about? I don't know. I, I don't know. I guess it's like a a kayfabe thing. Like you don't want to like break character. Like you want to continue on your hmm. illusion that you are this uh, wrestler. Like this is who you are. You know. Oh, it's kind of like interesting. Something kind of insidious about that. I feel like. Yeah. It's like the the military or something yeah, <laughs> like well, exactly yeah, you but, must fulfill your role no matter what cost yeah but it's 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 what makes uh wwe and like other professional wrestling so dramatic because right. even in interviews they're like if they have a, a rivalry right now like yeah no fuck the rock i fucking hate that guy that you know that they're the buds. value of it yeah. exactly like the whole like deep drama that like goes over multiple years and everything is like the real it's pretty cool actually yeah and there's funny stuff too where like <clears throat> wwe merged with another p- 
uh, promotion. And so they like literally just made that part of the storyline where like all those wrestlers like took over WWE. Oh, wow. For a season or whatever. That's cool. But in reality, the corporations just merged. Yeah. So they were already signed on, but they made right. it seem like they were like, we're taking this bitch over. So. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So sometimes it, it lends itself for some cool shit. Um, last category is your overall score of the movie. And when you give it, just give your like closing thoughts, something you want to leave the listener with and okay. how you feel about the movie and then your zero to one on it. Hey there, listener. Um, Let me get on your real quick. <laughs> Come by the Jingle fire. all the way to, you know, I watched it with my mom and we just had a nice little time on the couch enjoying some Christmas media um, and it was no National Lampoon's uh, Christmas Vacation, Mm-mm. but it was a nice new flavor. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I assume it wouldn't have been if I'd seen Jingle All the Way 1. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, Larry the Cable Guy, he reminds you of simpler times and uh, perhaps some of your relatives if you're from a family like me. And uh, it makes you have, you know, these deep thoughts about uh, class disparity and uh, big corporations and even the police. Uh, You know, there's a very intricate network here of power and a struggle. And I think that's what Christmas is all about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I would say you should watch it. If if anything, just to see what's his name, Santino. Yeah. If you're a wrestling fan, because uh, he's just so wholesome and gives you like good vibes. Mm-hmm. He's and so sweet. Noel is a little charmer. So mm. I would give Jingle all the way to a score. Is this also a percentage score? Yeah, zero to one. Mm. A point. Can I give it like a 0.68? Whoa, yeah, of course. Anything. Oh, excuse me, I, I redact that. A 0.69. Oh, yeah. Nice, dude. Nice. 6.9, <laughs> yeah. bro. Hell yeah. Takashi? Teriyaki Snitch 9. <laughs> Woo, that's awesome. 0.69 from Lindsay. You heard it here first, <laughs> folks, <laughs> for Jingle All the Way too. Wow, all right. So, well, I guess I'll give my closing thoughts too. Um, I think that this movie brings up a lot of what you're talking about, class disparity, capital, <laughs> um, pro-conservativism, yeah. and doesn't it challenge... It production. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I don't really even know what that means. <laughs> yeah, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, but it takes all these things and then does nothing with them. It just yeah. reinforces the status quo. It and really does. accepts that... But yes, it makes you think. It, it, <laughs> it, it, does it really make makes think. you think. This movie really makes me think about like... Like, uh, should I dress up as Hagrid and go to the soup kitchen? <laughs> should I pretend to be homeless? <laughs> yeah. Should I steal toys from children? Mm-hmm. Should I ride a mechanical bull? And yes. all these things are not answered, but in my own mind, I think, yes, Miles, you should. You should do all of those things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, this is not by any means. I don't know. It. Mm, I guess I don't like it as much as Santa's Little Helper. I think that movie is yeah. a lot more fun. Although you want to know something crazy. Mm-hmm. I... um. 
was watching a YouTube video that was just like a commentary video about a Lifetime movie. And mm. It was like a really similar plot to Santa's Little Helper. Oh, yeah. Except that it was... It was less about the romance and it was more in like this whatever challenge thing that they were doing. That was weird. But it was just the fact that um, there was a woman in town who happened to be an elf working for Santa or oh, like yeah. someone on Santa's team like trying to spread Christmas <laughs> magic. And I was like, wow, that reminds me of that movie. Yeah. Did, wait, does that movie have a bell? What, what is that magic thing that they use? Is it a bell? Do you remember? There was a bell. There was also like a, a vortex machine. Machine. That movie's fucked up. Uh, it escapes me at the moment. Yeah, I, I think there's a magic bell. There's a magic bell that she like rings and like wraps the Miz up. And yeah. Yeah. It's just like a little problem solving. Also, the Miz reading. isn't in Jingle, uh, Jingle All the Way too, and so I can't possibly like it. Right. No, I mean if Santino had been in his I underpants, miserable. Then it would have the Miz. Yeah, I know. What the fuck? Where he's at? Anyway, uh, all right. So overall score six nine. I don't want to give it. Well, mm, I'm just gonna give it a five. Fifty percent. Half score. Wow. Not not terrible. Not great. <laughs> it is a movie. It's a movie. It's a Christmas movie. It's fun. I'm glad I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad that we've really been able to enjoy this together. Mm-hmm. And so that gives an overall score of 0.59 for that category. Now, for the Passing fun part. grade. A pa- right? No, that's oh, a fail. I oh, think you got to get a me. 60, right? Maybe a 59 could be on, a, Maybe you're going to like a credit, no credit type school. Yeah, and... Yeah, exactly. Those are those are nice. Plus point six five plus point six five plus point five nine equals an overall score. Here we go. Drum roll. Oh wait, Lindsay, we can't give an overall score yet. We can't say it because we didn't say what we're rating it out of. Oh my god. We have to decide. Oh. Oh my gosh. I completely forgot. There are so many possibilities. Okay, so Harris and the Bears is a possibility. That's, yep. Um, um. What else? Bo- just boxes. Yeah, Baxter boxes. Um. Or the little tiny Christmas present. Yeah, the ornament thing. Mm. The. Uh, mm, what's something? Oh, Twinkies. Twinkies. Uh, letters to Santa. Letter to, can we just read it out of Harrisons? <laughs> Harrisons. <laughs> yes. The it's an enigma. <laughs> enigma. Harrisons. Is that what you want to do? Yeah. Okay. So. Without further ado, folks, uh, uh, this movie will be rated Jingle All the Way to 3.33 Harrisones out of Woo! five Harrisones. I mean, that's not a bad score out of five, right? Not bad at all. Um, was it more than what we gave Sansa Helper? Yeah, it actually came, more. came out to more because Sansa Helper gave 3.25. Oh, wow. It's worth noting, though, that back then, I think we were still doing the old rating scale where we yeah. just gave it one rating overall. Right, right. It wasn't broken down, so it's not totally fair. Yeah. It's but smart. cool. I mean, that's that's a good little wrap up. Yeah. Um. If thanks for listening, guys. If thank you, you. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, Lindsay. I'm so happy to be here. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. If you want to borrow my copy of the Scorpion King, email me at mmnrpodcast at gmail and I'll mail it to you with return postage, and you can watch it, do a little watch party, and then mail it back to me, and it's free, and it's a little trading system. But that's if you want to do that, I didn't know you did that. Yeah um nobody's done it yet though but i offer at the end of every episode yeah um sweet yeah Lindsay, did you want to plug anything while you're here oh for the listeners to find you or what you're up to please follow me on instagram please um (laughs) at lindsay.bug l-i-n-d-s-e-y dot Mm -hmm. b-u-g 
that's not my real name, but a lot of people think that it is Lindsay now Bug? in California. Yeah, I got li- I got listed to this my friend's like party, and I went up to like go in, and I was like um, Lindsay Normington, and she was like, "Huh?" and I was like. Lindsay Bug, and she's like, "Oh, yep, two for Lindsay Bug." Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, really that's cute. like totally like that's awesome though. Yeah, so I guess I'm kind of similar to Larry in that way. Yeah, you have like you. I have my first name and then multiple different last names. Right. Um. Yeah. Uh, what, is there anything I want to plug? If any of you live in uh, Park City, Utah, I'm going to be at the Sundance Film Festival performing. Uh, in a play called Antigon for mm-hmm. the New Frontiers program. Mm-hmm. So, you know. When is that? That'll be, oh, geez. I don't know the exact dates off the top of my head, but it's the end of January. Oh, okay. That's good mm-hmm. then. Because... And there's like five or six performances or something like that. Yeah. And it's the what fest? What was it? Frontier? It's, it's called the New Frontiers program. It's part of the Sundance Film Festival. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this will be out the 22nd so people that listen to it between then and then can come see you yeah you know and i'm always trying to work on different new things so if you follow my gram you can keep up with me i can keep up with you and we can have a little chat in the dm about jingle all the way too if fuck you, yes if you've seen it, i'll check my message requests okay yeah um you can also follow this podcast on um instagram at mm. mmnr podcast that, nice. Yeah, it's like the initials MMNR podcast. Yeah. Um, cool. And so that's that. And we'll see you real soon. See ya. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. And happy, happy winter solstice. Winter salsa. Winter salsa.